It's the Stupidly Small Podcast. It's episode 725. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Ooh, Two in a row. That was very, hello, what's the secret? <laughs> What's exactly the vibe I was going for? Oh. Just like a little bit of intrigue, you know? Uh, okay, well, a little intrigue makes for a lot, a lot of interesting life, doesn't it? It does. Uh, not that I know anything about that, but... Uh, you know about intrigue. In fact, I find intrigue everywhere I go. Do you know my grandmother, my Kiwi grandmother, who Mm. I didn't? So I may have spoken about a grandmother on my on on this show before. You've spoken about all of your grandparents, right? Sorry, sorry Mm. to pull your whole pants off. That's all right, there, Stu. And on behalf of the listeners, we we accept it. It's fine. Oh, go to hell! You're not hearing a story about my grandma anymore. Come on, tell us about old Kiwi. Come on, come on, come on. Well, she used to sit. In a car. So we used to be, we'd oh. be in the car and like, you know, dad would have run in to pick up the fish and chips or something, right? It'd be oh, me, it'd be the chips. kids in the car with grandma, right? Mm. With, who's, who we used to call, anyway, whatever. Would what you call her Yaya? No, her name was Neva. Yeah. We, we called her Neva Ma. <laughs> Neva Ma? <laughs> yes. Why? Oh, I don't get it. I don't really remember why. I think I it's just like, like grandma. Again. Right. Grandma, Neva Ma, I don't know. Because we, we called hmm. the other one Grandma. Anyway, okay. so we'd sit in the car. And I remember doing this for like ever with her. And, Every and Friday. Until the last time I And the last time I sort of hung out with her, did the same thing. Hmm. Sat in the car sit, with her. Sat in the car with her or sat somewhere with her. And we'd be waiting for, you know, Dad to bring the car around or Mum to come back from the thing or whatever. And the the exercise that Neva always did was mm-hmm. you would sit there and she would go, who's this coming along here? Look at this chap. Who's he now? What do you think's in that bag he's carrying? He looks like he's in a hurry. Why do you think he's in a hurry, that chap? Do you think he's in a hurry because he's right. just had a fight with his wife? Or do you think he's in a hurry because he's on his way to see his mother and he's just found out that his brother died. You know, like just this Quite whole, the she would create the dark this, oh my God, it mm. was so intense. It was always like, so you'd, you'd see the person and you'd be like going, I don't know, I guess they're walking from A to B. And the, but she just instilled in you that like, it was like kind of choose your own adventures, mm. but like, but made you up know, by Nana. in the car N- made ne- up by Nana. Nima. Neva Ma. Neva Ma. Yes. <laughs> Can't believe What's I told your microphone you. there? Sorry, I just knocked the whole desk and nearly knocked it mm. over. Um, we've got a new piece of Ikea furniture in this room, Stuart Farrell. Oh, what is it? It's a couch. Um, it's a, it's a sofa bed, really. It's a, you know, sofa bed couch. What are they? <laughs> they're called sofa beds, aren't they? Well, they used, well, they're not trundles, are they? Trundles are the ones that are tucked away under another bed. No, and no, It's sort of yes. like a Murphy slash Clooney bed that we have from Space Wallace Furniture, a former, uh, stupidly big podcast sponsor. That is a very, very posh bed, that one. Well, that thank one you very that much. You ever stayed in it? up into the wall. Never stayed Never. in it in my life, no. Stu Farrell. No. But it uh, looks really pretty. And I believe it's quite comfortable according to all that have stayed in it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure it is. Mm. But this is, we got this um, piece of Ikea furniture. Are you pro Ikea or anti Ikea, Stu Farrell? I'm ambivalent. I'm sure we've discussed this before. Uh, look, I've, I'm in the market for a desk and I, I, I sometimes have a look to see what they've got. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing's. It seems to me like fancy cheap furniture. It seems to me like it's a step above Kmart. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of feel like, you know, I I thought a while ago, you know what, nah. Because you go in there and and Mm. I know that I've told that this 
for, to me, IKEA is the epitome of the difference between your life and what you want your life to be being Ooh. really um, obvious. But can, you, I ask, can I ask one question though in between all that? Yes. What if, because yeah. we just got a set of six chairs that retail it for $600, but we got it for 200 and something off eBay. Does that then mean yeah. that you've sort of circumvented a little bit or you've cheated yeah. the system or not? I mean, I guess so. Well, it doesn't so. fit to what you're saying. I well, suppose. no, I don't think it really mm. does. Although, okay. you know, any, any metaphor can be extended. So what right. I suspect is that, mm. so what I was going to say is when you turn up, so we went and we took a small child who had to be physically removed from all of the display rooms yeah. where she was like play acting, living in them and stuff. Well, it, is, that, it is a false little house in there. And that, it? that's my instinct. Like it was, it was kind of like, I get it. I get why you're doing that because I go in there and I go, Oh my God, my life could be organized into big, stra- into straight lines and yeah, neat things. And that could be t- tucked into that and that color could match that thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get them home and the, they never, the, you know, the frame of the thing never flushes up against the other thing. And you've got this gap and they, like, it looks oh. like student furniture mm-hmm. as soon as it's assembled. I mean, to be fair, the jackpot has, um, does actually a really good job. Whereas I, <laughs> when I was allowed to make <laughs> Ikea furniture no. um, in previous lifetime, time uh didn't work so well and in fact i i am quite often um seeking permission from the committee to leave the room while there is any building of any ikea furniture occurring Mm. around me in any way um but i just it's that it's the difference between you know what you what you're kind of looking forward to and what you're seeing when you're looking around in those rooms Mm. and like what kind of you know, pathetic, not quite thereness seems to happen when they are assembled at mm. home in your own house when you're still you, and it's really disappointing. Okay, you well, I, but that is the, the tragedy of that whole story, Lauren Clark, mm. is the fact that uh, your life isn't even as good as IKEA furniture. You know, it's really not. It's so that's really sad. not as good as even IKEA furniture. Yes. And, it's different and walking it's, around the Moran showroom or something. You go, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> I, I, it's terrible. Better than my hand-me-down couch. Do you still got your neighbour's couch? Yeah, I really. We really want to get rid of them. We want to oh, shoot, really? shoot them and set fire to them because they oh. are. They were wonderful when they were given to us. But the yeah. fact is, Kids the reason we took them mm. is we went. Yeah, you know what? It's not a good time to buy furniture now because children are going to destroy them. And ha ha ha! But actually, children really genuinely have destroyed them. Like they are destroyed. Right. Is that because you don't discipline your kids? Or? Sorry, there seems to be some sort of a problem with the line. I seem to have heard you saying, accusing me of bad parenting. No, no, uh, it was sorry. just a question. That, uh, I, I'm just trying to understand. Did I'm, I misunderstand? I'm we get a cross understand. line there, didn't we, Oh, mate? we may have. Yeah. Let's, let's let it go. Look, <laughs> let's talk, we're talking about the little things, and I had a question for you because yes. you are the oracle um, of all mm. things. I mean, like you, you might have a, a, a very – poor furniture life but you've got a rich uh cerebral life and uh and and your your take on life is one uh, that we all enjoy and, and for free because we we listen to this podcast we don't uh, it's not behind a paywall yet is it laura clark not not yet gee <laughs> you'd think we might have organized that by now stupid <laughs> paywall. Mean, really. do they anyway. actually put podcasts behind paywalls yeah you pay, pay for admission kind of thing for sure. Or, but it's voluntary though. You don't actually, you don't have to uh, financially subscribe to any, do you? 
I'm the, sure there is that model. I just can't remember how it happens. I don't remember. I think it's a mm. subscriber model or something. Mm, subscriber model. Anyway, look, I, I, we're starting a new segment today, Lauren Clark. Oh, is that yes. right, Stuart Farrell? Called... Unilaterally decided. Yeah. No, no, okay. we discussed this, but you're a little glug glug yesterday morning. But uh, it's okay. called The Little Things. And uh, Lauren yes. Clark, it's where yeah. I get to pick your brain about the little yes. etiquettes of life. Uh, that's not even a real sort of sentence. Mm. Um, but, uh, and today, and, yes. and it's one close to your heart, Good. I know, for sure. Yeah. And it's only because I, I was writing yesterday at work. Ding City. Thank What's you. Ding City. Well, I mean, I had a pen in my hand and I was writing on a piece of paper. No, you write for a living and you know it. You uh, act like I'm this big old shush? wanker. Can you shush? I actually there. meant I was physically putting mm-hmm. ink onto paper with mm-hmm. a pen, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you doing it in Boston? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> continue, yeah. Now, and ever since I was a boy, right, I've never held a pen properly. Oh, yeah. I've got sort of a a scrawly scrunch hold on a pen. Yeah. And it makes me look like I might be missing a finger or something. So, and I've become a little bit conscious of it. You're such a, is there anything you're not subconscious about? Not subconscious. (laughs) Self-conscious. Well, well, I've become a little bit self-conscious of the way I hold a pen. And so I've started training myself to write. Yeah. Properly, because I've got quite neat handwriting when You've I got wanted to be. Lovely handwriting. I've watched you write eighteen thousand million billion times in the school of radio hard knocks when we worked together. Right. Never once did I think, "What a dork! Look the way he holds his." And yeah, you no, know well, that I, that's the kind of thing I would be judging about. That's what I was surprised about. But yeah, so I sort of hold yeah. the pen like I've only got a thumb and another finger, and it's sort of, and I just, oh, that's not good for a person that wants to get ahead in the world. You really have to present yourself in the best possible light. And yeah. I think holding a pen. Now, Lauren, no. this is part of today's segment, which the listeners, I would love them to contribute to as part of the little things uh, in life that we should be getting right. And today's is holding the pen. Right. Is A, questions yeah. to you today. Yeah. A, is it too late to uh, learn to hold the pen properly? I am practicing yeah. and will, it will become habit. And A and B, is it important? A, no, never. Never, never too, too late. late. Good to hear. Never too late. B, I just don't know if it's important. Because the thing, thing is, I think it's important. Because people do judge you on it. No, they don't. That's ludicrous. The thing is, <laughs> I think that oh. people, <laughs> I judge you on the fact that you said people judge you on that. Yes. Uh, no, I think the reason that you want, so, uh, yeah, the reason you want to hold a pen correctly mm-hmm. is to learn how to control the pen and write nicely, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was always taught to hold, how to hold a pen in a way that uh, was amenable to nice handwriting. Right. Which, A, is arguably not such uh, an important skill anymore. And oh, it's a lost art, you say. And B, well, it is a bit. And mm-hmm. B, I just, I think if you've, Done it your whole life in a kind of crazy spidery type crazy way. Two finger, yep. Um, then, scroll, yep. if you but but you, but your handwriting's nice. Why would you? But if I'm, you I'm, were like, I want to learn calligraphy, or I want to learn to write more neatly, or something like that, mm-hmm. maybe. But that's just an appearance thing. You're just that's doing right. it for appearance. No, nah. and I'm actually as you're speaking, I'm actually writing uh, with my new pen style, and it's coming out quite nice. It's a bit of a free-throwing, free free-flowing, 
Yeah. Next stop, how to speak properly, but that it can be on the next little things. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to pick your brain, and if a listener or two has a, an opinion on that, I'd be interested because I just think if you see someone writing like that, that it's almost like you're you're in um, you know, cabin class on a ship, and like really? the, and the good people are staying there having a wine above the deck, and they're watching the poor people, the like good Titan- people, the good people as opposed to the poor like people, like in the Titanic, you know, <laughs> the people downstairs. And they're watching and everyone that seems to be writing their memoirs in the poor section, if they can write at all, are holding their pens incorrectly. You are such a funny man. If anybody, (laughs) anybody even remotely agrees with Stuart, and I mean remotely, please please let us know. know, Because I think that there may be one man in the world who thinks that that is a thing. Lauren Clark, how do the people (laughs) let us know if it's a thing or not? They can uh, text. It's a thing. To, no, they can. Uh, they can you send a text. find us at stupidlybig or stupidlybig.com. Stupidlybig at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can give us a rating and review of five stars or more, please. And thank you. Stuart. I'm on the cusp of returning, by the way, too. So, uh, I'll to Facebook. Uh, I'm just. Oh, uh, ding city population, I'm just, you. I'm just curating my. Uh, Oh, here pa- we go. Page as we speak. There's a, there'll be a couple of weeks of curation. And, curating uh, over- your page. Overhauling and then so I'll, I'll be back. Embracing every element of the pretension uh, contained within the concept of social media then. Lauren Clark, curating always good to speak my to page. you. Now, before we go, <laughs> yes. because we do have to go, we forgot to mention the top. It's going to be a little bit shorter than yesterday's, which went yeah. a little bit longer than it should have. Yes. Uh, let us know what's happening with the Fitzroy Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> You've written it down on a piece of paper, haven't you? You're oh. a good boy. Uh, the Fitzroy Diaries is is coming out on the God. Stuart, can you tell me the dates? <laughs> Next Monday week, uh, the 16th of July on Radio National, That's Lauren Clark, right around this big brown land. And, of course, you can catch it on podcasts from the 27th of July. Uh, more details available on that. But if you're really champing at the bit, as we all are, I mean, I've only been given one snippet to listen yeah. to and I'm already in love. Uh, you can catch it on Radio National the 16th of July. When can people actually just Google it and get some real information? Uh, really soon. I don't know yet. But I will tell you that, I promise. I'll keep mm-hmm. you posted. We have had a few bits of correspondence, Stu, Good. Uh, about whether or not all oh. of this work you've been doing, which has been tearing you away from recording podcasts with me, <laughs> yes. involves uh, some kind of a T-shirt postage business. Ah, that well, you, you know what? Might- <laughs> Uh, as you know, in the freelance, I think you Lauren Clark, uh, world, uh, is, yeah. work comes in ebbs and flows. Yeah. And last night I was at a, a thing where I had to work and they also said, by the way, once you pack your pens away, uh, this is the last work you'll be getting with us. So goodbye. And so that means uh, today I'm free. I'm free. So, so it means I may be able to do the T-shirts today after, of course, Lauren Clark, we pack this uh, podcast up. I've got to drop the car around to the mechanics, well, the actual uh, dealership. You know why? Because I apparently have a uh, been driving around with a, uh, what do they call it, safety bag? What are those things called? Hot air bag? No, that's not that's Oh, not my right. God. What's, uh, what's really? An airbag? Airbag, yeah. I've been driving with an airbag that <laughs> apparently has the potential to decapitate uh, both me and the passenger for the last 18 months because they couldn't fit us in. They know that uh, like it's full of razor blades or something. <laughs> Um, so uh, today, finally, we, we get to uh, take the old death machine to the uh, the place, Jeez, not the place of purchase, be... but the dealership, and uh, they're going to replace that for Wouldn't us. Wouldn't it suck if you, on the way there... Crashed. And just rolled into rolled in the gate without a head. Like, I got to the gate, and then just like sl- and just came to a stop, <laughs> doom, hit the, 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 the office wall. 
But, oh, there's another one, Reg. Throw the head in the bucket and the body in the bin. You know the way. You know the drill. Anyway. Anyway, so people should really definitely be expecting their t-shirts. t-shirts. In fact, yeah. uh, I have one uh, uh, one t-shirt that I will hand deliver today. Oh my god! Uh, well, I won't. If knock this on happens, their door. you have to tell us because we will finally. We, we should. Well, I will. Them. No, because there's, I mean, there, there's a person from Regional Victoria who got in contact, and then it turns out they're not that Damn. far away. I'm going to uh, walk across the river and uh, go and, po- and hand deliver it myself, just a little box, and I'm not going to knock on the door. So good. So good. I love it. All right, Stuart Farrell, uh, always excellent to speak yeah. with you. We will speak again soon. All the best with the decapitation and hope to see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>